Jessica. Joseph. Are you ready? Are you ready for a good time? No. I feel like you That's raised my microphone up. Or Ain't maybe, nobody touched your microphone. Or maybe my chair isn't as close or something's going on here. Maybe you're, I don't know. What's going on? I feel like this giant water bottle is blocking my view. It is. I think it's blocking everybody's view. <laughs> Word. You just see the looks I get carrying that 101-ounce bottle around everywhere I go. That is uh, that's a big boy. That is a big boy. So what's up? Oh, just, you know, hanging out, living I, life. I feel like, uh, what, what have you done today? What have you done? So I mean, like, what have you done? I got up. I had quiet time. I went to a meeting. I got a biscuit with the yummy face. Then we went to the park. We hiked a mile. Mm-hmm. And then we came over here. How was the hike? Was it elevation, decline? Was it level? I feel like you're out checking out your Strava. I've been hunting. I mean, it was elevation, yeah. Yeah, it was. Cool. I mean, I didn't look at what it was, but right. yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Cool. Awesome. Hmm. Mason said it looked like the trail to Camp Crystal Lake, and there was like a hundred Jasons out there. Whoa, a hundred Jasons. Word. He was trying to protect me. Would you rather fight one 50-foot Jason or 51-foot Jasons? I would fight 51-foot Jasons. I would just <laughs> drop kick them little dudes. <laughs> I mean, any day. That's what... When people explain drop kick, they're really not talking about a drop kick. Have you noticed that? They're really like talking about the kick that you do in kickball class. Like where you run up and it's one footed. Yeah, because a drop kick is both feet in it. Like jump off the ground. Really? A drop. Really with the bottle? Really? A drop kick is like 80s wrestling. Like, I'm going to swing into the rope. I'm going to swing you into the rope. And we're going to meet in the middle, except... With your feet. I'm going to be horizontal in the air, and my feet is going to touch your face. Wow. That is a drop kick. I feel like we should Google it. We'll Google it later. So, that's what I did today. What would you do today? I did some hunting. A little bit of hunting, a little bit of spot and stalk. Nobody trying to hear that neither. A L- little bit of spot and stalk, uh, but I didn't spot nothing. So you didn't I, stalk nothing either. <laughs> I was just well. I mean, I was stalking, but I wasn't <laughs> spotting. Not for the lack of there. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I come on home and visited with me mama. Hung out and talked to me mama. How's she doing? She's doing good. Bless her. And then I had to come down here to the house. Uh, said, I got to use the bathroom. And then somebody was standing on my porch looking in my window. I didn't know you weren't inside. Yeah. Well, and then until I tried to open the door and it was locked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, all the cars are here, but nobody's here. Do it's you, weird. Do you have other friends with us on the door? And if nobody says no, you just open it and come mm-hmm. in. And we're sort of the same way. Right. Do, do you have other friends like that? Um, Tripp and Melissa. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't really have a lot of friends, I guess. <laughs> or a lot, of, I should say, a lot of friends that visit. Well, the type of friend I'm talking, like, if I if I knew y'all was coming over, right, and 
I walked outside and y'all was checking out something that maybe was new in the garage mm-hmm. and you hadn't even announced yourself. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, oh, what are y'all doing in the garage? <laughs> what kind of folks just show up at your house and then cruise up in the garage and be like, look at this new thing? But do you see what I'm saying? I feel like that's weird. <laughs> but do you see your house a new tiki torch or something? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Valid point. Right. Valid point. So, okay. Cool. I just thought about that yeah. when, I, when I come walking down here and I was like, they're only not in the house because the door's locked. Yeah. Yeah. True. I'm glad I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I've been like, what? So, well, I feel like I'm the only one that knows what we're going to talk about today. Well, first of all, I'm the only one who knows what we're going to talk about because it was m- my time to pick discussion topic. Oh, wow. But so- you lead because you never know. It might be like the same thing. Man, if it's the same thing, that's going to be really weird. If it is, Mike, drop them out. What What do you think the chances are? Let's give the probability in, Je- in Jessica's head. Slim to none. Slim to none. So either you got something that is shown up whacked out <laughs> that we ain't never talked before, or you are really diving deep. No, I, you're right. And that was probably not the right answer. I mean, I just had something that was on me. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. So, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I want you to start. And I'm just going to roll in. Oh, man. Hmm. So, what you got? So, I was thinking yesterday and today Mm -hmm. while I was out on my spot and stall. (laughs) And uh, I thought to myself, what are the addictions that I may have? that i don't see right and you would think to yourself well if you don't see it maybe it would be easy to break the habit right so i thought to myself hmm number one that dang phone right the telephone the cellular phone sitting around on the phone be at work Oh, let me check my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Come home, sit down. Oh, let me let me scroll through here and message. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or even of the sense, all these text messages, you hear people say, I don't talk on the phone, I only text. Have you ever just looked throughout the day, which I'm, I know you use your phone for work a lot, how many conversations you've got going on? That are not complete. <laughs> you, yeah, I can I contribute to not completing conversations too. Um, so do they stick in your brain? You know what I mean? No, I usually forget that I haven't done it because a lot of times I'll read text messages and respond in my head, and then not actually respond. How many times do you start a conversation with? I saw this on Facebook. Not or, often. Or, or hear somebody say. Oh, did you see on Facebook? Where oh, old? yeah. I mean, like in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't know that I'd say I'd start a conversation, but it's probably a part of most of my conversations. How many times in the morning when you get up before you get rolling good, do you check your phone? Facebook, Instagram, messages, whatever. Meaning, well, I don't do it before I get downstairs. 
<laughs> I try to make that, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, a few times. Yeah. But when you say get rolling, like before I leave the house. No, like before. before I have coffee you're up and awake. Like, is there some stuff you should be doing before you worry about? facebook and instagram and no i have to i go straight to the coffee maker right every i can't do anything until i do that right so then how quick after the coffee maker i mean within the first 20 minutes you sure it ain't quicker than that i I, it could be in the first one minute or the 19th minute i'm just saying i said within the first 20 i was trying to maybe it's the first 10 i don't know so do you agree that it is very, very likely that a lot of people are addicted to their phones. To social media? Social media, text messaging, whatever it may be. Some goofy well, you know, some goofy candy crush game on uh, their sure, phone. Sure. Absolutely. I mean it's anything to distract us from what's really happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh that's um you know, like I told uh, last week I was praying and stuff and and the bible study i was doing was you know think of something to fast from today and i was like well i really like food i'm not really i'm not really in the mental space to um go without a meal today so i'm like when i was like well i just will i'll fast from social media today and i was like i feel like i could do that you know and then i was like can i do that And I was like, okay. And um, I actually did, which was weird. I mean, I played a board game with Mason. Like, we went to lunch and actually stared at each other while we ate. Uh-huh. <laughs> weird. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was cool. It was, you know, a reminder to be where your feet are, you so, know, which is be in the moment, slow down, which is one of the things that I struggle the most with because I'm running 900 miles an hour all the time. How many times? So let's break down the day. Okay. First off, was that similar to the same thing you was thinking? No, it wasn't. Are you going to be able to correlate what you was thinking into that topic? Maybe. We'll see. Do you want to go to your topic? Uh, No. The Chronicles of Dealing with Jessica. <laughs> Look, y'all, when, I, if, when we finish this, it was my turn to pick. <laughs> And I didn't do the topic, but y'all heard her say, you go first, right? Well, let's see how it goes. Okay. So, break down the day, right? Up in the morning, you're to the coffee pot. Mm -hmm. Then, in the first 20 minutes, you said, you're probably going to check your phone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? I'm bored. You're bored. Okay. You know, I, because have you I done? have because and and part of that is fun, funny that you say that because I have to make an effort because I do believe that a large portion of the phone action that everybody has is is habitual. It's a habit we've created, so I have to be like cognizant of that in the morning, right? Because I'm getting up intentionally for a purpose, right? And now I do use my phone sometimes. I mean, I use my phone a lot, but not for social media purposes during my quiet time. Um, I have in that time opened it and started scrolling, you know, but I try to make myself not do that. 
Right. But that is an intentional, like, I'm not going to do that until I've, you know, had some prayer time and, you know, whatever I'm led to do, journal or whatever, right? Um, but I do use my phone a lot. I look up words. I do Bible studies on my phone. Right. Um, but I try to stay clear of social media during that time. In the morning. In the morning. Okay. So, I mean, it goes without saying, like you said, looking up Bible studies, words, locations, you know, your maps. It's a great tool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is an awesome tool to use. So, for me in the mornings, I find myself a lot of times because, hey, you would think somebody that is on their phone as much as I am would know how to run the thing (laughs) right so well i think you have an intentional mental block because you could do things if you just wrapped your round your mind around the fact that some of your thought processes are ludicrous wow (laughs) i mean we're going straight to razzing on me you could figure out a lot of things if you just weren't afraid of doing it like Restarting your phone is not going to delete your pictures. It's not going to do it. And you can restart your phone. You should restart your phone on a regular basis. When technology is new, right, <laughs> and you don't have the full understanding of it, I don't believe your that your iPhone be- is not new. It's not new. Technology's been out for a minute. I don't believe that it's ludicrous to have these thoughts <laughs> that if you leave your computer open, Somebody can get in it. <laughs> like they couldn't get in it if it wasn't open? Or if <laughs> if Amazon sends you a package and you don't send it back when you didn't order something, maybe they've got your debit card number and they're going to be, oh, he kept it. So have you, have you ever known anyone who someone got online, purchased a bunch of stuff in someone's name, and then sent it to them and said, ha-ha? <laughs> I mean, if they were going to use your card to purchase stuff, do you think they would purchase it for you no, and not themselves? You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Look, we'll, we'll get to that on a podcast 10 or 15 down the road. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, so for me in the morning, I check my phone fairly quick because I don't, first off, I don't know how to turn all these notifications off because I've tried it before and it'll turn all kinds of mess off, (laughs) right? And, I mean, I know I can figure it out. It's just having the patience to want to do it. Ooh, patience. So I have, you know, if a text, I'm in different groups, you know, in a Bible study group, in a, a book reading group, and a message from messenger or you know text messages or whatever may already be on my phone when i get up so i open it up say oh wow okay maybe respond maybe don't maybe running late maybe got time but a lot of times i do first thing when i hit my floor that my feet hit the floor thank you lord for this day thank you for another day i look forward to it being a great day Talk to the Lord, and then bam, phone in my hand. Right. 
And then I go to the bathroom, do my teeth stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's within the first 10 minutes of waking up. Yeah, because you don't have coffee till you you're about to leave, which is weird. I, I normally, because I don't drink my coffee piping hot, I normally don't take the first drink of coffee until I hit the dump road at work. Man, that's weird. I take that first sip before I hit that gravel and then go up to the office. I cannot remember a time where I left the house and didn't have a drink of coffee. Yeah, I don't want that stuff just scalding hot where it burns the roof of my mouth. You, you know how you burn the roof of your mouth and you got little pieces of skin hanging down? You're supposed to sip your coffee. Anyway, this wh- where are you going with this topic? Uh, I'm talking how we are addicted to our phones. Are you serious? <laughs> Phone addiction. Yeah. Um, which leads me to like when I get to the shop and, you know, it makes me think if somebody's talking to me at the office. And my phone goes off. Number one reason is my oldest son is headed to work, right? Right. So I want to make sure he's getting to work okay. My youngest son, of course, is getting ready for school. want to make sure he's getting ready for school like he's supposed to. But if I have another alert or something that goes off on my phone, have you ever thought how you would just, that will take precedence over whoever you're talking to? You midstream conversation, your phone goes off. Oh, for sure. You pick up your phone. You you can't. Well, it becomes what we think is multitasking, which is just rude, which would be like having a conversation with somebody, stopping midstream and turning around and having a conversation with somebody else. Right. Right. But we all do it. So. Which is really bad. Yeah. Way Way to point that out. Yeah. That's really bad. And so then, okay, throughout the day. When Jessica's doing her daily task at work, how much precedence does that phone have over what she's doing? I am constantly back and forth for a multitude of reasons. Um, Some being work, right? Yeah, I don't. um, Because I work from home and I don't have a business line at home, I have a a business line through an app on my phone. Um, I'm using it for that. I don't really peruse social media during the work day. Um, I'm a lot of ums today. I really don't like that. The focus on not saying um. This phone's got you jacked up. You're thinking, whoa, I'm addicted to this phone. Well, I have an addictive personality. I'm addicted to lots of things. You know, I don't have to think very hard to find a list of things that I can become addicted to. Right. (laughs) You know, um, see, I did it again. (laughs) But yes, it's for me, I can't say phone as much as I could say social media. And well, that's what I mean, if you can include that in the TikTok, because that right there, TikTok, when they say you go down the TikTok hole, man, just open the TikTok app, spend a few minutes scrolling. The next thing you know, it's an hour and a half later. And you, I mean, Literally every single time. So, so I have to be cautious not to open that app unless I'm like super bored with nothing else so, to do. So what the main thing with TikTok, I don't have it, but Cooney does. 
send me a lot of videos from it. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing with that thing's humor, right? People doing funny stuff on there. Um, it's just like anything else. There's inspirational stuff. There's okay. humor. There's, I mean, it's for anything. It's just right. small videos right. that people are recording. Um, I mean, you sent me one of a girl praying and crying one time. Don't yeah, you remember that, that? That was on Instagram. Yeah, that yeah. was a TikTok. Was it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, right. don't, he don't understand this cross-platform where you can take TikToks and put them on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. No, I don't. Yeah. So, you talk about a TikTok hole. I mean, there's a all that social media has got that to it. I, Buck and Cooney was talking about, I asked Buck, I said, uh, or Cooney, I said, have you heard from your brother today? Have you talked to him? He said, no, but he's... He was in Cedartown five minutes ago. I said, well, how do you know that you didn't talk? What are you talking about? How do you know? Well, on the Snapchat thing, it showed me where he was at. You can keep up with each other. Really? On Snapchat. Now, I'm not that savvy. I, yeah. I don't know how to use Snapchat other than for the picture filters. <laughs> right. So, but I know that the kids, the kids, oh, my God, the younger people, them young folks, yeah. like to do snaps. I right. guess I'm so I'm told by my son um, because they delete. Like if you do a snap and you send it to someone, when they look at it after a certain number of seconds, it deletes and you can never recover it. Can't you just do a, a picture thing with your phone, like where you do a screenshot? Oh, that's right. You can do a screenshot right. to a Snapchat, right. but but that's why they use it, right? right? Is to you know that's what I'm told. I don't know. So. Throughout the day, you know, you can see where it would be uh, toxic to be dang taken away from what you got going on, talking to other people. You know what I mean? When you when you go on a meeting for I mean, lunch, you amped it up. You went straight to toxic. Toxic. I mean, not so, a distraction or, you know, you were like, this phones are bad. Well, no, I don't. You know, I don't. <laughs> I've met some awesome people through Instagram, especially. Right. I made some really awesome people. Well, I think it's like anything else. (laughs) As we talk about the things that we have no moderation over, it's all about moderation. Right. You know, if you're using it for a purpose to inspire people or to share the word or to give information about a subject or a topic, all those things are good. It becomes a problem when that's how you live your life. Right. And we're all partially guilty of that like we're sitting you know for me sitting at home we're all sitting in the living room the tv's on and you look around and everybody's on their phone everybody everybody mason's on his tablet dane's on his phone ken's on his phone i'm on my phone the tv's on you know um and and how come when if you decide to put your phone down and say something and this ain't a knock on any of our family members but i can tell you how that conversation is going to go you decide to put your phone down. If I got to put a stop to this right now, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, why don't you get off your phone?" It's going to be a whoosh. They're going to turn around and look at you and say, "You've been on your phone too, right?" Every single time, <laughs> you know every single time, and and usually in our house, it's Kenneth doing that. Kenneth's like, "Dude, you get off your phone," you know, and I'm like. You're on your phone, too. Yeah. Like, you know, it's so stupid. We're like, oh, it's fine. We're going to watch a movie. We have to, like, make a rule, right? When we have movie night, it's like, no phones. Everybody off their phone. Everybody right. off their phone. We're watching a movie. Um, 
And sometimes that's hard, you right. know, especially if you're not into it or, you know, the credits or heaven forbid someone pauses it to go to the bathroom or to make coffee because everybody picks up their phone. Right. Like we couldn't go, you know, two hours without checking Instagram. Right. Which I find really weird because I was never on Instagram until this po- we created this podcast. I didn't even know. I mean, I had an Instagram, but nothing like I am now. Right. Um, I was just a solid Facebook person. Now I've doubled up. Right. Now it's a Facebook and Instagram. Well, you started for this podcast. You started a a, a Tumblr, a Twitter. Uh, yeah, I don't do those. I mean, I do yeah. for our podcast. I post on those, but I don't. I don't tweet. On a regular mm-hmm. basis, uh, Tumblr. I mean, there was a lot of things. Um, I just found these platforms, right, where people go and communicate. Um, but as far as my preference, um, in- uh, on Instagram than they do on Facebook. Facebook right. is more, um, in my opinion, right. People are scrolling and posting and scrolling and posting. Instagram is more interactive, right? Yeah. So it. Uh- so then, you know that, like you were saying, movie night, you have to you have to physically announce rules to mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna all put our phones up. <laughs> you know what I mean, and and not be on our phones. And let's talk about people driving. How many times? Negative. Do you, how many times do you drive, <laughs> and your phone goes off, and you've just got. To pick it up. Let's talk about when there wasn't cell phones. Dude, I was literally just thinking, and I chuckled the way you're talking, because my first cell phone I got, no joke, on campus, Georgia Southern, for signing up for a credit card. I swear to you. I got this guy on the corner, you know, get this credit card. Let's be clear. I got lots of credit cards my first year in college, which is lit. That's a whole nother conversation, but this thing looked like a trapezoid. (laughs) It was like a giant, it was huge. And it like, and it didn't flip. It was just like this big trapezoid and it had a little thing that covered the speaker on the bottom and you pulled the antenna out. And I was like, yeah, you know, got a cell phone and I haven't, that thing, you couldn't talk on it. If you were in between two cars, you couldn't get a signal. <laughs> that that you brought that up. You know, I think when I said what happened before we had cell phones. Remember Nextels? Oh yeah, because Kenneth worked for Nextel for like eight years. Okay, so on the Nextel, there wasn't now games. They wasn't now Facebook app. Dude, they had that little like mind game, that little that little doodad game where the where the ball went back and forth. <laughs> right. Pong or whatever. Yeah. That was like the only game on it. But I get I think to myself, I'd be sitting around drinking beer, sitting where whatever I was doing at the house and bleep bleep. Oh, the little chirp chirp. I mean it was instant talking, but it was constant talking to everybody. I know, it was like having a long distance walkie talkie. From daylight to dark. You know what I mean? And maybe he was in depth in a show enough conversation <laughs> with old whoever Bob Popple and old Ronnie P. Wright beeps in and you didn't catch it. And, and you're telling Ronnie P. Wright something about what you was talking to, with Bob Popple about. And they're like, what in the world are you talking about? That's hilarious. So even then, it wasn't just social media. It was the device in your hand. The instant gratification of either being able to talk to somebody, 
or you know getting in contact with somebody was we really that worried when we didn't have cell phones that we just can't get in touch with me you know i, I was trying to think of that i mean i'm thinking nextel i mean at that point it's still i mean it's i mean i'm trying to think dame was born in 06 I mean, we're talking early 2000s. Like That was probably at the strength of Nextel right there. It was 06. You know, and then before that, you know, I had a little prepaid power telephone. But if I go way back, I mean, it's like I had a beeper. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that sometimes because I'm like, oh, I have an eight-year-old. Right. And I'm like, part of this comes into... The fact that we don't have a landline, you we know. Don't. Yeah, we don't either. So in there, in the situation, I mean, he's eight. If he, if something, you know, he needs to call somebody some way, you know, for whatever reason, and not that he's left alone, you know. If I go out and walk the street, he'll stay in the house. Right. Um, but that's the only time he's ever alone. But you know, it comes in a situation where I think, what if, just for say, what if he got off the bus and no one was there? Right. by accident or what if something happened you know now i'm all we're having this legit conversation that our eight-year-old needs a phone right right <laughs> you know but he already has a tablet and he knows how to text and he knows how to you know all these things but but check it out so when you was young and your mom was out doing her work doing you know her daily duties did did you did baby jessica have a well, why did I say baby Jessica? Remember, she fell down the well. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. Bless her, oh, sweetheart. I, I watched know. a follow-up story on her. Wow. Anyway, another story. So did you have a babysitter when you come home? No. All right, so you just got off the big old Twinkie mm -hmm. and rolled your sweet tail up into the house, right? Yeah, remember I told you one time I remember getting off the bus and the door being locked. And, and I, I mean, my father was still alive, so... I mean, I was nine, eight, nine, ten, right? And because I remember the house we lived in. And for whatever reason, I remembered, I, I had the thought, right? I'd go around the side of the house, and it had a cellar in the basement. So where the stairs went down, there was a, a small roof. And there were some egg crates. And I just climbed on top of the egg crates, climbed on top of that little roof, and went in the window. Right. No, I mean, like, let me just tell you right now. If my kid got off the bus... Right. There is no way that child that child would freak out. We'll see. And maybe part of that is us as parents. Right. Um, you know, because we were latchkey kids, you know, and they frown upon that now. Is whoa. That's a term. Latchkey kids. Latchkey kids. Latchkey kids. Yeah, they come home and they're home alone. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, m small children. You know. Um. But yeah, I mean, I was, like I said, it was eight, nine, so, or ten. Either way. I had the wits enough about me to figure out how to get in the house until Mama got home from work. Well, yeah. So now, your Mama, yeah. Look, your Mama may or may not have been worried. I wonder. I feel like you didn't wash this coffee mug because there's a dirty ring in the bottom of it. It uh, just again. Wow, <laughs> you, you literally stood right there while I washed it. I'm glad you don't wash my dishes. So, uh, you maybe your Mama did. Or was or wasn't worried what whether or not you got home. Maybe she was traveling on the way to the house. You didn't even have the opportunity to call and say, Hey, Mama, 
I'm at the house from the landline, right? I can't even remember if we had a landline at that time. Eat at our house. So, I mean, I like to think that we always had a landline. But to be perfectly honest, I don't remember. But, I mean, we just, I mean, it was a different time, I guess. Um, But that's just the way it was. You remember when uh, Snowmageddon happened here? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so we're based out of Georgia, y'all. Snowmageddon was like what? Was it 10 inches of snow? I mean, average throughout the state. It was a lot of snow. 10, 12, 13 inches of snow. In like a minute. Yeah, it probably took realistically, what, four hours? Yeah, because I started, I was in Athens when when it started snowing. And to get from Athens to Canton. Which is a pretty little, I mean, it's a bit of a haul. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It started snowing when I was in Athens. And I got made good time all the way up to fairly close to my house, about 30, 40 minutes out. Um, And it was, by that point, it was, I mean, you weren't moving. I mean, I was trying to take back roads. I was, it was rough. It took me, it took me eight and a half hours to get from Athens to my house. So, here in Georgia, that that's a like a rarity word, and uh, I remember Cooney and Boo was on the bus, and the buses they was trying to mad rush them out to mm-hmm. get the, to get the kids home. My work had already been been canceled, and uh, fifteen by we called the the bus depot. Yeah, the buses they're trying to get there. They're slipping and sliding. They're they're having issues, and I was just like, okay. You let me get wind to where that bus is at, and Boo and Cooney's getting off. Right. So three hours went by. We're we're still standing at the bus stop, and finally the phone rings, and it was Cooney. He was probably 10, 11 years old. He said, Daddy. I said, What's up, bud? Where y'all at? He was on the bus driver's cell phone. He said, We're over here in this subdivision, and the bus is sideways. We can't go nowhere. Will you please come get me? I said, believe that, son. I hopped in over <laughs> that, son, and locked her down in four-wheel drive. Wow. Went and got him. So that was a good thing for a cell phone, right? Right. But, you know, it's like these cell phones have have fabricated us to become worriers. Yeah. I mean, it contributes to it. We feel like we, we can't go without them. Right. I mean, if you leave the house without your phone, oh, you're going back to get it. Right. <laughs> okay, so so, so think, and it made me think a while ago what you had going on, calling Dane. You call somebody, and their phone goes straight to voicemail. What is your initial thought? It's dead. The phone's dead, or, oh, my God, what's going on? It depends on who I call. Right. Yeah, so calling right. my kids. Right. Um, I didn't really, I mean, I kind of did, but I was like, okay, his phone's dead. It went right to voicemail. Um, you know, he didn't plug it in because, you know, he let it die or whatever. But then I'm like, okay, I have to, I don't stop there. Yeah, right? you got to know what's going on. Right. Now, if it's, you know, if I call someone else, like if I call Jen and her phone goes right to voicemail, I'm like, well, so I must be up, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just go on about my business. But yeah, if right. it comes to my kids. You know, or my right. husband or my family. And it's, I mean, you know. So just think the mindsets that our parents had where they wasn't able to communicate 
with us constantly like we can communicate with our kids. Yeah, I feel like that's weird. You know what I'm saying? Let's just be clear. For my mother, okay, because she might someday listen. I went out one night and was supposed to go to the skating rink. And I did go to the skating rink. But after that, I went to the Waffle House on Park Air. And I was not where I was supposed to be. Let's just talk about how she called the Waffle House. Wow. And asked if I was there. And that lady, one of them ladies, <laughs> screamed across the restaurant my name, my maiden name. at the t- <laughs> And I'll just bebopped myself right up to that landline like, you know, I got a call at the Waffle House. And my mother said, if you are not home in 15 minutes... There's a problem. I mean, there were some other words right. there. But I thought, they just had a way. Like, right. she knew. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, And I was like, every time I went somewhere or did something, she knew where I was. Well, and just think about that, too. Just, just think about that in and of itself. How parents had an idea or knew where their kids were then, right? So your kid could be out and about texting you and messaging you unless you got that. What do you got that? Um, Life 360. And then you know for sure where Dane, Right. But you, But at. you see the situation I had today. His phone's dead. Mm-hmm. So when I pull it up on Life 360, you know, as of wherever, it shows he's still in Florida. Right. You know, so it, I guess it stops communicating at where it last communicated. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for the most part. I can usually see where he's at. And it's really cool. Like, if he's riding in a car, it'll, like, tell me how fast the car's going. Right. So, like, when he goes with Waylon and his Waylon's sister, and she's younger, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can see if she's going the speed limit. <laughs> and then I'll message him. I'll be like, you need to make sure you're going the speed limit. <laughs> right. And, you know, I think, just like you said, your mama said, Ooh. if you're not home in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's about to get dirty, son. Word. She was no joke. Let's be clear. She's still no joke. So with the texting and Facebook messaging and everything now, the the personal aspect of a lot of communication is gone as well. Right? People will talk to you out the side of their head. Well, I think there's two things to that. A, it's hard to interpret inflection. But I also think that it opens up channels of communication that didn't exist. I agree. Yeah, there's you know, some, definitely some positive to it, but there's also a bunch of negative. It's probably tit for tat. Well, it's like we say all the time. It's only negative if we make it negative. Word. Yeah. You know? So I, I try. I don't Let's be clear. I don't really try that hard. But I should, right, to be more cognizant of what Dane's doing on his phone, you know, and because I have to be cognizant of what I, I mean, grown people have a problem with it. Right. Much less, you know, you go down all kinds of rabbit holes, right? Like, who are they talking to and what are they doing this? And of course, you know, I got to come to, you know, if, if you get inappropriate text messages, you don't respond and you don't share and you don't take pictures and you don't do this and you don't do that. I mean, like the laundry list of things that I have to legitimately say to my child, mm-hmm. like, there are things that I have to say out of my mouth <laughs> right. that my mother never had to say to me because it didn't exist. Right. You know, and but I also can 
pretty much tell you where he is all the time. So there's there's some, you know, I guess it requires more monitoring, and I don't monitor as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like most parents, everybody likes to think their their baby is always good. But I, I try to be straightforward with my kids about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And, and when you're in front of somebody, like, you know, if you're at dinner, if he's at dinner with you and your family, like, you don't need to be on your phone. Right. You know, if somebody's talking to you, even though I do it, right. <laughs> you know, as my mother used to say, do as I say, not as I do. I hated that growing up. Man, I hated that. But, you know, I want them to – it's a different world for them. Technology is completely different for them, and it's only going to continue. I mean, I look at Mason, and I'm like, I mean, that kid play with toys. Well, it's, it's, it's just like his podcast. When we was their age, we might have thought, man, it'd be cool like real- on the radio. Yeah. Well, wow, you just made us sound like real archaic. <laughs> <They're- yeah. laughs> But there but, was no internet when we were little. <laughs> right. So there's just as many channels or ways to to listen to this podcast as there are. There's more podcasts out there than there are radio stations. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And anybody can do it. Anybody. It's gravy. Right. So including my 14-year-old. If you if that phone broke right now, or if you left here and you dropped you had dropped your phone and you run over it. You turn around and come back. Oh, I run over my phone. How quick are you gonna go replace that phone? Before I get to the house. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm probably gonna call my husband and then I'm gonna tell my husband I ran over my phone. You're not gonna call him because your phone <laughs> is run over. But you said I turned around and came back. I'm not letting you use my phone. <laughs> I have to then I'd be like, well, I got to tell him that I don't have a phone in case he starts calling right. and I don't answer, then he's going to worry. So if you had just a landline and the landline went out, you ain't worried about all that mess. You mm-hmm. ain't going to walk into the neighbors to call your mama and say, "Mama, the landline's out." <laughs> in case you need me, call the the neighbor and get them to come walk down here. Wow, where were you raised? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh I think a lot of in a lot of ways the these phones have tied our hands to the way we communicate. Now in a positive and a negative aspect because we've always got to or we think we always have to let somebody know. I feel like you feel what, some kind of way about it. About the phones? Mhm. I mean, only into the to the extent I think, you know, I think to myself, how much of actual family and friend communication is really gone, like personal communication. Man, it's awesome to get a text. Hey, man, thinking about you, love you, holler at you. But for me, if you call me on the phone and we have an actual conversation, man, that's gold there. Yeah, but how many people are you calling to do that with? Because if I'm sitting around waiting for Joe to call me, <laughs> I'm. I mean, you're not. You're not go. You're not like. Oh, I'm gonna call five people a day, but you'll send five text messages. Right. You're right. You're yeah. Because texting's easy. 
right? Because so your your lines of communication and your ability to change someone's day in thirty seconds changed. So now, both ways, right? I, I mean, you're gonna you. I said thirty seconds. It's not like you could send five text messages. Well, you could, but you probably wouldn't. But sending, you know, you saying, "Oh, I wonder what." Doodad. Okay, I got no names. But what about Bob Popple? Bob Popple is doing. <laughs> right. I think I'll call Bob Popple. But you know what? This crusher's making all this racket. He's not going to be able to hear me. Let me just send him a text message. And Bob Popple could have been having the worst day ever. Right. You're right. And you wouldn't have called him. And, and if you did not had an option to text him, you wouldn't have. there would have been no communication. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like it opens up a channel that we didn't previously have to change someone's day. And, you know, to all those folks that um, try to call me, I don't answer the phone. <laughs> if you want, if you want to reach me, you better send me a text message. <laughs> but what, what about when you had a landline? Wow, that was a really long time ago. When the phone rang, you was probably hopping up, running. Well, you probably had a cordless phone. We did have cordless phones. You know a cordless phone, when it goes dead, a lot of them call 911. Really? When it goes dead. Yeah. That's weird. But no, yeah. I mean, you know, we had, uh, I remember when we got caller ID. That was something serious. Yeah. And we knew who was calling. We could answer if our, we wanted our to. Our star 69, like when somebody <laughs> when somebody called you. He was like before caller ID, and he was like, "Oh, I missed that call." And you pick it up, star yeah. sixty nine, and call him right back. Weird, it was crazy. It was weird. So if you could, you find could your kids or husband find you, like your mama found you at the Waffle House, if you didn't have your phone. Let's say something happened to your phone. Lord, Lord forbid, something happened to you. Your car broke down. Your phone's dead. I feel like <laughs> they would – well, I mean, that's a different story, right? Because usually they know where about where I'm going or about what I'm doing, right? So they probably hit the hot spots, which maybe, let's be clear, that's what Mama did. Right. Right? I mean, the roller rink was across the street. I've been to – I go to – you know, I mean, I think she just – process of elimination. Right. You know, it's not like I had wheels. It's not like right. I could drive anywhere. And where where's walking distance from the roller rink? Um, so I think that's kind of what they would do, and I think right. that's what people do, right? Okay, so where were they last seen, or where were they going? Oh, she was going to Joe's for a podcast. So, you know, they right. narrow down between here and there where where I might be. How do you see yourself becoming less reliant on that phone? I don't. In boredom. Oh, no. Hold on. No, you're going to have to give some answers. No, First that, of all, we did the interview thing last episode. Uh, I'm going to need you to ease up <laughs> off me. <laughs> what? This is a conversation. So this is what's on my mind. How, how do you see yourself being less reliant on your phone? Now, okay. With your kids, it's not an option. I get that, mm -hmm. right? With your work, it's definitely not an option, right? I get that. But your and your work sort of a I'm sure there's a lot of people in the same situation, but you get a lot of calls from the West Coast. So I, I feel that probably ties you to your phone late in the evening, right? It can, for sure. Right. 
you know, and it, I mean, and it all depends as far as, like, for instance, I've had my phone, my phone number for a very long time. And, and when I say that, probably longer than, more than Dane, so f- more than 15 years. Right. So my phone, I get calls all the time from everywhere, from like yet the other day I was here, I got a call from someone. I hadn't right. talked to him five years. Right. You know, about work. Right. You know, so So, so I guess I'm with, pretty self reliant on my phone. So with everything you told me, you mainly are on that phone uh in your free time when you're bored. Yes. Okay, so I challenge you to find something else to do when you're bored. Word. And put the phone down. But you got that watch thing too, that lets you know. Yeah. But you use that for exercise as well. Yeah. Can you cut that watch thing off? From, yes. From. From pe- receiving messages. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for sure. Not, just an idea. You know, I I like to. Um, you know, it's one of the things when I was talking about you know going without it, social media. You know, one of the things when they talked about you know fasting the same thing that you did you know a few episodes ago or whenever it was anytime that we want to do that what could we be doing with that time right you know could we be reading or spending time with our family or praying opposed to mindlessly scrolling tiktok or facebook right um you know and i think those are habits which you know it becomes it starts out that way you know right um and it's a it's a release for or, or a break from reality. So if you're you know if you see yourself in a situation where that's happening, you know then then I think it's more challenging at that point to figure out what's making you want to do that. Right. You know. There you go. Um, because that's you know that's what addiction is something that gets us out of where we currently are and i'm i'm trying to spend more time trying to figure out how to be where my feet are some people just i'm gonna need you to stop when i'm when i'm on my phone i'm being lazy <laughs> john one of your one of your southern sayings that he ain't never heard before he's gonna call you later and be like what a hit dog a holler <laughs> um i think that there are some I don't like the word because then, I mean, I don't want it. I just don't, the situation. I think that it's um, something that we do out of boredom. Right. And that it can become a problem. Um, It can make us lazy. Right. I don't think that we go into it lazy. Right. Is what I mean. Put the phone down, folks. Why are you always trying to be on some sort of soapbox and tell folks what to do? <laughs> Maybe they're like me and they do what they want. Yeah. I mean, what, what's that game you play? Bubble pop. First uh, of all, it's Matchington Manor, and I get to like build a mansion. Is that like the all the cats that's on top of the mountain? <laughs> Matchington Manor. <laughs> you don't don't hate. You don't know. But I, you know, yeah, it's some yeah whatever. Don't judge me. Uh, I. Do do what you do, cuz. Well, then stop looking at folks being like, get off your phone. Maybe they, you know, you don't know. Do what you do. Hey, I think we got plenty of time to get into your topic now. 
Let's roll with it. Let's roll with it, huh? <laughs> Let's see what you got. Let's see. What... No, now you just want to talk about my stuff. And just see if it's better. No, 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 I don't. I want to hear. I want to hear what you got. Because normally, normally when you've got it, then it's going to be. Uh, what's an '80s hip hop term I could use? It's going to be fresh. Wow! Don't ever say that again. That is weird. <laughs> Come on with it. I mean, that's super weird. No, I was just thinking um, about seasons. Seasons of your life? Uh, of my life. Right. And seasons. And it, and it started because of the change in season, like the thought process. Right. Did. Okay. Yeah. Um, because a couple of things. So I went to Florida a few weeks ago and I was at a girlfriend's house and we went to the pool and... I was swimming with Mason, and it dawned on me that that's the first time I had been swimming all year. Mm. And then I have a pool in my backyard. <laughs> right. You know, and I thought, why didn't why haven't I been in the pool? You know, and and I thought, well, last year I, I got sober. I started getting started started got sober. Anyway, my sobriety date is July 29th, So. For the first part of the summer, I was drinking in the pool and this. And and then as far as that whole process, on through the end of the year, the, the you know, I had, and I said, you know, I don't know, it was six, somewhere between six and nine months where I had, where God relieved me of the desire to drink. It was somewhere between six and nine months. So if I got sober on July 29th, I mean, that took me through the rest of the year. Right. That took me through, you know, the beginning of fall and pumpkin patches and Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And and then I was thinking this year was the first time I had gone to the pool. Not and not like we had what topic about first in sober. I mean, I had been, you know, last year after I got sober. Right. But I, I, I was not clear. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was in a completely wheels turning because every day more is revealed, you know, and everything is a little different. And then I'm like, oh, so, okay, so Halloween's coming. And we've talked about my thing with Halloween. And I'm like, I'm in a different season right. than I was last year. I was sober last year, um, but I'm not the same as I was three months sober you know right and what that what that how that's gonna look and part of its excitement part of its intrigue you know because mm-hmm. I, I see things differently um which is weird right like right. <laughs> like sometimes i'm like what is happening in my life um and who is this person because you know i am a different person right and i'm like okay so now is it really you know, because I felt like when I was in Florida, this is really the first time I have been swimming right. since I stopped drinking. Because I don't really remember the six months, you know, that 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 um, period of time where I was trying to get clarity from from not drinking, even though I wasn't drinking. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm like, okay. So now we're going to roll through the the rest of this year. And I'm like, hmm. So that was just kind of like 
what started it. And then when I was on a walk, this is when it started. And I was on a walk. I was like, it's cool. I mean, like the weather changed here. Right. We went from 90 to 55 <laughs> in like a couple of days. Right. And uh, I was like, man, it's fall. And then it was the first day of fall. And I was like, man, this is the first time I've done this. Right. You know, I was hiking last year in the summer during the first few months of my sobriety because I had to move. But it didn't carry through. It wasn't like I had the the health epiphany then because I didn't. Um, but I was like, man, this is going to be new. Right. And not new, again, not new like the first time, but like the first time. Right. That sounds weird. I know it sounds weird coming out, but in my brain I was like... We're going to continue to go through seasons. And sometimes those seasons are going to be short like they are, um, like the weather is. And sometimes they're going to be long. <laughs> and and I, don't, um, I don't know what God has, but it's not, um, it's not as scary um for me i think and being in a different you know I, that didn't scare me like but it was like hmm i wonder what it's going to be like and you know we talked about like i said we talked about our first and you know how i wanted to have a drink when i was putting the christmas tree up last year because i'd only been sober five months um but wanting to have a drink doesn't come to me like that you right. know my insanity and my thinking my addictive thinking comes in different ways now. It's still just as crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not my first go-to. But that also doesn't mean that I don't have work to do. Right. <laughs> Believe that. You know, when I, you know, people talk, uh, ask me about going to meetings and, and all the things that I do and reading this and doing that. And, you know, one of the things today in the meeting was, you know, the things that we do to be a better person. And I'm actually, you know, do it, want, I want to do things to be a better person in this season in my life. And sometimes I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Right. <laughs> not having, like I was a bad person, but not having the self-awareness right. of, hey, Maybe you shouldn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe you should, or or vice versa. Maybe you should exercise today. Yeah, no, mm -mm, that never was a thing. Maybe you should drink 101 ounces of water. Big boy. You know, I mean, like, where, and not because someone said I have to, but right. because I genuinely want to be better. Right. I want to feel better. I want to experience new things. And I actually feel like doing that. Right. You know, and being in that season and, and kind of seeing what that has for the rest of the year. So. Well, it, as you, when you first started talking, something immediately come to mind that um, when you said that seasons could be long or short, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, I immediately thought, you know, I, I recently just got baptized, and uh, I'd like to break it down one day and, and give, because a lot of people say, well, well, you've been saved since 08, you know, and you just got baptized. What What's the deal with that, you know? I'd like to 
you know tell that story one day on the podcast but for the, for this conversation in particular on seasons i recently had just been baptized and moved by that big time right sure and rolling on and then i had a, a the blessing the opportunity actually you know prayed prayed for rest went to the lord mm-hmm. and got the got the call two hours later not even two hours later like 20 minutes later mm-hmm. um the final confirmation of being able to go probably took two hours but 20 minutes later hey we got a spot on the basic course mm-hmm. you want to come come on yeah. and 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 have seeing those actions line up in that season or line up for the next season oh yeah you went or, from one season to the next oh, instantaneously yeah or ending a season and starting a season mm-hmm. but you know in the, when you said short it's what it what it made me think of immediately and i had i'd really forgot about it and i talked to you about it when I said I talked to a buddy and told him about the baptism and <clears throat> being at the three or seven race and what that meant, and then having the opportunity to, I mean, to have a prayer answered, you know, s- snap, lickety mm-hmm. split, mm-hmm. to do the basic course. And I was talking to a buddy, and I don't know if you remember me telling you about the conversation, but he said, Man, he said, I have only seen or heard people explain things the way you are. Uh, If you've lost somebody or, you know, God's getting you through something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I thought to myself, well, God's getting me through life is what he's doing, as he always has. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it just hit me all of a sudden that while I was gone on the basic course, that a good friend of mine that I served at the police department with, Larry Sumner had passed away. Mm-hmm. And then today, what, 10 minutes before we started the podcast, I got another text message that a friend of mine, Russell Owens, had passed away. Mm-hmm. And as you was explaining, I was like, whoa. I don't know if you see my facial expression change, but I was like, <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? But it helps me. It helps me. And this is not an egotistical statement by no means. The glory's all to God. It helps me to really realize that when you surround yourself with godly people like you and other other friends, that iron does sharpen iron. Word. And you're, God is going to put people in your life in seasons. Mm-hmm. In his will. Yeah, to give you what you need, because we don't know what's around the corner. But if you're closed-minded and unreceptive, or angles, and you you got obstacles, it's going to be hard on you. Yeah, then you have to, then it, it's like, you know, because Becky had said to me one time, you know, we don't know what's around the corner. You know, we don't know what we're being prepared for. Right. You know, and, and I had a situation where... I had a friend of mine pass away, and you know, his fiance was experiencing something tragic that you know reminded me of something very tragic that happened to me, and, and 
you know, in the midst of that tragedy, we don't understand why. You know, we don't understand why it's happening to us. But being in that moment where I immediately realized that God had given me what had happened to me um, in my life, there was, for, and I don't know at which point, but I had something to give her that no one else could give her because of that experience. And I and I walked through it a lot more graceful than I thought I would. Um, and I hope that, you know, I helped her, you know, I know that I helped her, um, but I, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, right. at the time when these things happen to you, you're like, I don't know. And that's an extreme, right? Like that's yeah. a that's when something tragic happens and you can share that. But it's the same thing that comes with all all of our stuff and the same thing that comes with our, our alcohol addiction. It's like, man, why did I have to do this? Like, why did I get to this point or why did I get to that? And it's like we're we're always sharing, you know, our strength, our hope and our experience. That's what we're sharing. That someone's, you know, if if something that has happened to us or we've experienced can help someone else, I mean, that's the blessing, right? right? It's just paying it forward. Um, and the only way that happens is if you go with the changes. That's right. If you, if you allow the change to happen. Right. If there's, a, if there's a mountain in front of you, God may have put it there to make you work to get something off your mind. Oh, for sure. He may put it there to make you see, hey, you're going to just about have to kill yourself if you go through this again to, right. get, to get through it. Right. And, um, yeah, so that's real. It's real interesting how how the seasons, how you interpret them in the middle of them, after them. You know, because we all got seasons we're going to do coming up, right? There are seasons. There's things we want to do. I want a different job. Mm-hmm. You know, my kid's going to go to college, and my kid's going to start driving. He's going to be the best driver in the world, you know, <laughs> and I got vacation coming up, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. That's so funny you said that, because my Bible study this morning was, you know, surrendering our expectations, you know, what? what is our expectation of what life is going to be? Like right. you said, like, what are those things? And being able to turn those over and say, okay, God, your will, not mine. Right, because he works all things for good. You know, and and being willing to say, yeah, that's really crappy, but what is God trying to teach me? Right. Or what does God have in store around the corner? So just being receptive and, you know, I shared with someone today, um, you know, what helps me a lot is – to pray for willingness. I just pray for God to give me the willingness to be receptive. Right. Because I don't have it voluntarily. Um, and the older I get, the more stubborn I get. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, inter- it's interesting when I look at seasons of the past, you know, air quotes, I don't, when you're in the midst of something, like you just said, man, this really sucks. Just think of how many times you think that in your head, or how many times you you think, "Man, I'm I'm giving this up. This is bull crap, or whatever." Mm-hmm. But think in your head and look to things of the past, and I just see so much happiness. Those feelings 
those feelings of that sucked for me isn't there anymore yeah wounds or whatever you know god heals those things right you know we're not meant to we're not meant to dwell on those things we're not meant to live in the past we're not meant to live in morbid reflection um those things kept us drunk right you know having the ability to yeah they did didn't they they sure did sure did that's those yeah. those things, you know, we have to be able to let them go, and we can't right. do that. You know, we just we can't do that on our own. You know, and it takes him. It takes him. You know, turning it over. But, Absolutely. So my topic was way better than yours. I totally agree. <laughs> I totally. But I got I got something to add to the seasons. I mean, you was just on the soapbox about put your phone down. Put your funny. I actually find it hilarious, and y'all are going to think I'm being mean. Don't I, say it. I really don't care. When all y'all people, y'all beach people, mm-hmm. I love it when y'all are out here. Oh, I like the hot weather, and you're in your bikinis and your <laughs> swimsuits and your shorts with your shirts off. I love the hot weather. You're an while, idiot. While us, while us roughnecks are out here in the salt mines. Sweating our tail off, having to use salty britches, anti-chafing ointment just to go to work so we can walk in the door. You managed to find a soapbox even in my <laughs> topic. And we're just out there just pounding it day in and day. Sun just Yeah, I'm not. That is from your hat that has old motor oil and hydraulical <laughs> and all other types of chemicals you have no idea what in the world they are run into your eyeball while your friend is saying i'm down here in, in destin florida on, on the beach and hold on mason stop throwing that sand and we're having a ball i love the hot weather i love it when it gets cold like this and it's just 49, and you're freezing your tail off. I hope it gets down to minus 17. You know it won't, because it never it does. does here. I hope Snowmageddon happens five times. <laughs> First of all, it didn't even get that cold during Snowmageddon. Seasons, I'm glad it's getting cold. I'm glad it's get, get your boots with the fur out. And get, you have about 75 hats in there, so how about you wear a different one that ain't got God knows what on it while you're sweating in your eye? I hope it, I hope it is so cold. I hope it. I hope. Yeah. I just. Y'all. We ha ha. Don't listen to him. We we said all we need to say today. Ha ha. Us beach beach life. Just saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> you ain't gonna say it. I was feeling you. You were all trying to turkey life that all day long. Gobbler life. Oh, stop it. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Put your phone down. Don't listen to him. He's just as bad as everybody else. Holla at you. Bye. <laughs>